Hello, listener. Do you like scary movies? What's your favorite scary movie? Well, Jay and Mike like scary movies, too. You should go and subscribe to their podcast. We watched a movie. Because if you don't, I'll gut you like a... Well, I think you get the idea. Enjoy yourselves while you still can. Welcome back to We Watch Movies. Is my microphone on? Yes, it is. I hope you guys are doing awesome on this wonderful Tuesday, Wednesday. What day is it? What day is it? What year is it? Scream 6 is out tomorrow, and that's all I can think about. Well, for some of it, it's out tomorrow. It's out tomorrow night at what? Like 5-ish for some people, 7-9. Some people don't have it until Friday. Some people saw it this week, and that's upsetting. That hurts me deep because I'm jealous, and I want to fight them all with my fists and my feet with no socks on. That's what I want to do. What's up, Matt? Thanks, dude. Slashing it with Matt. That just rolls off the tongue, man. I like it. So seeing Scream 6 tomorrow, can't wait. Appreciate you guys' passion for horror. Also appreciate the sense of humor. Keep it up. Thanks, man. I wish that my family thought I was funny, but sometimes you guys do. And uh, we really appreciate that, dude. Thank you. Uh, How hyped are you guys? I mean, has there ever been more of a time for a get it up? We're going to get it up. It's going to happen. What's up, Jordan? What's up, Tomo and Byron and Easton? Derek? Don't worry, everybody. This is going to be spoiler free. I don't know shit. What I do know, I have literally forced out of my brain. You know, I've seen some shit here or there, and I have forced it out of my brain. Legit. Like, I know it's there, but it's deep, deep down, and I've forced myself to forget. That sounds a little insane, and it should, because it is, but I have. I've either chosen not to believe what I've heard or to just forget it entirely. I respect women so much that I completely stay away from them. Um, How are you guys doing today? How are you guys doing? I'll wait for people to trickle in here. I want to know how you guys are doing. How's your day? How's your week? How's your life going? How are you guys feeling? Uh, It's awesome to be here. I was going to make a whole update video. So I was going to do like this whole video and I'm like putting stuff up and I'm like, oh, there's this. Oh, there's this. Oh, there's this. I felt like Will Ferrell in a night at the Roxbury when he goes in the club and he's like, sup, 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 sup. And it's like, oh, I'm on audio overload right now. Uh, so I was just like, you know what would be fun? Let's just fuck it. We'll do it live. Well, there goes the monetization. Um, that's what I felt, you know, and I'm excited. We'll get into the news and all that stuff here in just a moment as people come in. Joe Maderos, my buddy, says, I'm so excited for this. I don't even know what to do anymore. I don't know what to do with my hands, Joe. That's kind of how I feel, too. Um, it's weird because I have plans for something I have to do tomorrow after I see the movie. But I'm like torn. I have like a two hour window. I'm like, do I want to run home and like 23 skidoo a review? Because I could do that. I could 23 skidoo you a review. But uh, I guess what I'll do is I'll, I'll put something up on Friday morning so I can really take my time and put put something inside, you know, my fingers deep, deep inside of it the way I want to. Um, but yeah, dope. thank you, Joe. Appreciate you, man. And uh, what's up, Dominic Torelli? Non-spoiler reviews are scaring me tremendously. Really? Uh, we're going to get into something we're going to do today, uh, my friend, is go through the Rotten Tomatoes and take a look at their reviews. But um, if I notice anything that looks spoilery, I won't talk about it. Okay? I won't do that. But, I mean, if you're saying they're scaring you, I, that would surprise me because everything I've seen, I haven't looked deeply at anyone's review, but I have seen 
like overwhelmingly positive responses to it. And I don't think you want, like, I think it's like a 79% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Something about it says, I don't think you want like a hundred percent. Doesn't that just like put your expectations too much over the top? If you see a hundred percent, you're like, Oh, something's up. You know, there's something in this movie that they're afraid to say they dislike or everyone will hate them kind of thing. I was getting nervous about that kind of stuff. I'm not sure if I want everything to be universally loved or hated. So uh, I think it's going to be okay, Dominic. I think it's going to be okay. I can't promise the same for your new Fast and Furious movie, but that's just me. Marlena, what's up? Good to see you. Says, I'm super hyped to see Scream. I love Scream 5, so I'm ready. Me too. I think, you know, something that's going to be fun about this whole thing is whether you loved or hated Scream 5, I think you're excited for Scream 6. Now, that's not true for everybody. I have seen people be like, it's going to fucking suck like the last one. Give me with the phone, dick. But... No, I think that like it's going to be different enough from five that it's going to please the people who didn't like five. But if you like the radio silence vibe that they put out there, if you like the characters that were presented in five and you have overall a fan of five, I think you're probably going to like six saying that as someone who's not seen the movie yet. That's just the vibes I get. What's the uh, the song? That's just the impression that I get. What's up, little Miss Coffin Cutie? How goes it? She just I love her profile pic, too. It's just so happy. You've just got a vibe, and I love it. it. says, so pumped to go see Scream 6 tomorrow. Am I the only one seeing it in 3D? I'm a sucker for a gimmick. Me too. Uh, I see all my porn in Smell-O-Vision. Uh, no, that would be really gross, actually. Who would want that? <laughs> Nobody would want that. Um, you know, it's funny. We were traveling the other day, speaking of porn, and I was uh, uh, we were going to Detroit, and on the way back, uh, what, what city were we in? Uh, it was Ohio, some random city in Ohio. And we pull over to get some some Wendy's or something. And there's a uh, uh, this little town. I can't remember the name of the town. It was a winter night. Um, they had this place called Adult Mart. Adult Mart. And I thought, wow, that's got to be a porn store, right? Um, unless they're just like a grocery store that doesn't allow kids in. But you go over and it's this ugly purple building. And it says Adult Mart. And... It says live viewing booths on it. I'm like, they still do that in 2023? Live viewing booths? For those of you who don't know, I've never been to one. But TV tells me that it's a room you go into with a plexiglass window. And there's actually like, <laughs> actually a nude girl back there. You know, you grab a girl's breast and it feels like a bag of sand. No, and they're in there like in the middle of the afternoon though, like 1130 on a Tuesday. You know, she's like pregnant, smoking a cigarette, like eating a Hardee's burger. <laughs> like, who the hell's doing that in the middle of the afternoon? I don't know. Anyways, back to your question. Um, uh, I'm not seeing it the first time in 3D. I kind of would have, but didn't match up with my schedule. But the way I see it is, it gives me an excuse to go back really soon and see it in 3D. So I'm seeing it in D-Box. And then afterwards, I'll go see it in 3D. Maybe tomorrow, maybe the next day. Take the family. It's going to be a good time. What are you guys seeing it in, by the way? I want to know. I want to know what you're seeing scream in. Uh, that sounded scary. Said I missed their super chat. Uh, I did. Thank you for letting me know. They said, "Wham!" Smoking coffee. Handsome face talking to me. Well, I don't, you must be. You must have two screens open there. But that's all right. That's all right. Um, are you smoking? What are you smoking? Hey, what's in the periphery? Oh, I thought something was blocking my video. What are you smoking? That's the question. Because cigarettes are bad for you. All right? You better quit that shit. I'm kidding. Do whatever you want to. Live your life. But, uh, yeah, coffee. Just got just got done with the gym. I'm probably going to have a heart attack by the time it's over because there's a lot of fucking caffeine in this. 
and uh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling really good. I don't know why Byron said women's rights, but I'm just going to ignore that because that's not a road we want to go down, Byron. Um, in real life or otherwise, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, okay, where were we? Where were we? We'll get to the news in just a moment. We almost got, I feel like, most people in her. On the hunt, JHP Studios, thank you very much, says, it's Jack Hunter. Dude, you, by the way, have a, um, you have a very, like, Jack Reacher type name. We better call Jack Hunter. Because though he's violent, and a little too violent for my tastes, he gets the job done. And he's the kind of man you need for this case. Um, I did not get your Patreon message. I, I did not. It's, it's been a while a week, but I will. I'll check it after this, man. I will. Uh, I hope it's not your dick. Um, again, I'm just kidding. Cody, what's up, man? Says, I watched Bloodsport for the first time. Loved it. Ah, the Dimak. Death touch. Uh, dude, I wish I could go back and watch that for the first time again. If you guys have not seen Bloodsport, go watch that shit. You got to do it. Thanks, man. Uh, McCurry, what's up? Says, I heard Corey Cunningham comes out and beats up Ghostface and takes the mask. You know, I've seen that several times in here, people saying that. Could you imagine, by the way? They should do a scary movie, like, parody of that, where you're in the middle of a Scream movie, and just whatever horror movie you're in, Nightmare on Elm Street, what, Corey comes out and just beats the shit out of whoever it is. Godzilla, whoever. That's the funny shit that, you know, Saturday Night Live could be doing, Mercurio, that they're not. Be Slayer, or, as I like to call them, cover of Enema of the State album from Blink-182 says Scream is my favorite franchise besides A Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm so excited. I just can't hide it. I'm remaining optimistic even without Nev, though I'm bummed. You know, I got really annoyed um, when I was looking at the, the when I was looking up this update and all the stuff we're going to talk about, say all the glorious, glorious things that we're going to talk about today. I got really annoyed because every article I kept looking up, all these people on the red carpet, you're talking to this wonderful cast, Mason Gooding, like everybody, all these cool people. And very nice people. (laughs) What is it? Very good people. They're all very good people. Uh, No, all these awesome people. And the friggin' people on the red carpet, every single interview you see is like, so how do you feel about Nev Campbell not being in the movie? It's like, I don't, you know, I don't see her anywhere. I would tell you to ask her, but she's not fucking here. So stop hounding these people on their big night, their big, you know, thing that they're very excited about. And, like, you know how they feel about it. You know exactly how everybody in this cast and everybody who directed it and produced it and farted on it, you know how they feel about Nev Campbell because you've asked them all, and they've all said the same thing. There's no more drama to uncover there. Let it go. Let it go. But yet they keep doing it. It's, it's so ridiculous. You know, there's so much cool stuff to talk about this movie. Um with Scream 6 and all the cool ideas that they're going through and, and all these different characters and their performances in the movie and on and on and on. You have this amazing job where you get to talk to these people and you clearly didn't even watch the fucking movies because you're just like, oh, I'll just Google it and it looks like people will talk about that. So let me just ask about Nev for the 7,000th time. And I'm not talking about you. I'm not talking about you at all. Uh, I just, that, that registered in my brain. I'm bummed that she's not going to be in it, but also it's almost a little exciting because it's like we can do some other stuff now. You know what I mean? Like sometimes, you know, when your, your Xbox has to break before you can appreciate your old PS2. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. All I'm saying is I hope she's back for seven. Cause that's my whole plan is for who, her and Stu to come back. And that would be rad. Um, but yeah, I'm bummed that it didn't work out for her because she's a huge part of it. No, no disrespect or nothing at all to her either, for sure. Um, Marlena says, thanks for the shout out to mom, made her day in mine too. No, thank you, uh, for asking for the shout out and for giving a poo. 
that was fun. It was fun doing that. I'm glad it made your mom's day. You guys are awesome. It's a scream, baby. It's a scream, baby. Says so ready for scream. Get it up, baby. Get it up. Sorry if I screamed. I got really excited. I scared my dogs. Um, it's tomorrow. I'm literally going to do that when the fucking... It's not Dimension anymore, but I guess, what is it? Spyglass Entertainment? <laughs> totally not as fun. I think I just snotted out of my nose. It's totally not as fun, but when the, the Spyglass thing comes up, I might do that in the theater. I'm going to see it by myself, so that would be really awkward. Like, that guy's a fucking weirdo. Um, very excited. Lumis Coffin Cutie says, I like my adult films in 4D, but that's just me. Yeah, you know, I like it when you're watching an adult film and someone just comes up behind you and slowly tickles your butt with a feather. Uh, that's my favorite, personally. But it's it's very expensive. Uh, Desi J says, took half day off work to go see it on Friday. Not 3D. What's up, Desi, by the way? Um, yeah, I don't know. Is that like a thing for you guys? Are you are you worried that the 3D will detract from your experience? Because you're like, if you're like me and I have extreme ADD when I'm watching the movie and I have the 3D glasses on, I'm like, <laughs> and I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a fucking idiot. But that's that's what I do. Um, and it just detracts from it. I have my face and. I don't know. So I think I think even though it didn't match with the schedule, I'm kind of happy the first time I'm going to experience Scream 6, it's going to be in just standard 2D, you know, where I can just really suck it in, like take it in. That's what I meant to say. Not, I didn't mean to make it sexual. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Uh, looks like you guys are doing awesome, by the way. I'm really happy to see it. A lot of people using PTO and days off to go see it. That's awesome. I love it. You got to do what you got to do, man. You got to do what you got to do. Nothing like taking a day off work and going on a Friday afternoon to see a movie. You know, it just feels good on the soul. Luis Nunez says, did Jay enjoy season six or is he looking forward to seeing? Uh, did Jay enjoy Scream six? Is he looking forward to seeing? Uh, no, I mean, I think Jay's like, I think he likes Scream five. Um, but we talked about it yesterday and he was like, yeah, I'm going to see it. I was like, oh shit, maybe we can do this stuff together. He's like, not on like day one. <laughs> okay. I understand. Um, I don't, I, yeah. So I, I don't know if you call him excited, but he's going. <laughs> uh, Michael, what's up, dude? Says I'm seeing it tomorrow at five o'clock. That's the fan special right there. That's the special, special one. I don't know why I did this. Um, yeah, I'm going to see it not long after that, man. I'm very, very excited. Blake Huggins says, Where do you think Lamar's going? Don't say Atlanta. Dude, I, I've been hearing about that. I'll be brief, but don't you think it's questionable that these teams are coming out and like, we don't want Lamar Jackson, just so you know? It smells like collusion to me collusion that's what it smells like to me if you don't want lamar jackson on your team and you don't have a quarterback you're fucking nuts uh i think he's gonna end up ultimately carry the two i, I for some reason i just can't picture him anywhere other than baltimore because who the hell else is baltimore gonna get i think they work it out but maybe not richard somewhere down in fullerton thank you so much man appreciate that uh woo it's a scream baby says i'm more pumped for this film than when i was for scream 2 the way they've been promoting this film has me hard for months that's not good after four to six hours you're supposed to call your doctor um but i will say this i i noticed when i was watching some of the other trailers and going through some of the stuff man i'm getting more and more not over here not over here not over here i'm getting more and more of a scream 2 vibe from this like just as we go along, I don't know why. I can just feel its spirit inside of it. Like I'm Miss fucking Cleo. Just got that feeling. Michael S., I am doing a non-spoiler and then a spoiler review. And then we're going to milk the tip a little bit more. That was gross. And uh, we're going to do a spoiler stream after that even. Don't know when exactly how it's going to work out, but there will be a review. There will be a spoiler review. There will be a spoiler stream 
and there will be more. We'll put the system on trial. Michael, very excited. Manic Movie Lovers says, Michael, love you, man, but I have to bring this up. I wish Radio Science listened to your pitch on how you put your spin on Scream 7 Stew crew. Hey, that's a compliment to me. <laughs> uh, I love Radio Silence too. Uh, and I, th- I think I'm thinking about like, what do you guys think about this? By the way, I'm thinking about because Nev not coming back totally screwed up my Scream Six pitch, and I imagine it changed the story a little bit. And I wasn't thinking about this in terms of a trilogy, which, by the way, Scream Seven just got greenlit. Allegedly, we're going to talk about that in a minute. But here's the thing, dude. Like, that I'm thinking about making a, a Scream Seven pitch video. It's going to kind of be the same idea. But I, I've had more time to think about it, formulate it, clean it up a little bit. And now with Scream 6 being here, it's the same idea. Again, my idea is going to end up with Stu coming back as the ringleader of this whole thing. I know people are upset about that. Some people are. Some people love it. Um, but, you know, I'm thinking about making that video. I don't want to be redundant and make the same video. But that was for Scream 6. Things change. This is for Scream 7. I want a little, like, clean it up. Yeah, I'm going to fucking do it. Unless you guys tell me not to. Because I'm a whore for being told what to do actually i'm more of a dominant you know what richard fullerton says going to scream seam six going to see scream six in a double bill with five in an hour can't wait you know dude i like i can't do that like and i guess maybe it's because i covered it so much i watched scream 537 nine times and it's not that i don't want to watch scream five but there's something about sitting in a theater for four hours that like I feel like once I've sat through Scream 5 and I know everything there was to know, I saw it in the theaters probably three, maybe four times. So, and I've seen it, you know, probably 10 times since then. But I feel like once my ass is a little bit numb and I'm starting to get a little shifty like a four-year-old in my fucking D-box seat, I might start to get like, I don't know if I'd fully experience the, fully enjoy the Scream 6 experience as much as I would have otherwise. So, I guess old school movie marathons I'd be into like, but leading up to something that's a big, big movie. I feel like I would just get, my butt would get tired, you know, but I respect people that do it. I think it's awesome. I wish, I wish I had the stamina all the way around. I just wish I had more stamina. Courtney Reed, who doesn't Courtney Reed, uh, five 30 tomorrow. Get it up, baby. We're going to do that a hundred times and I don't care. feels good. Love you, Courtney. You fucking rule dude. Child of the corn. What's up, man? What's up? What's good, Mike? Says workout buys back and abs. Working out buys back and abs. Some cardio this morning. Uh, what's on your routine? Also, uh, best packer, not Aaron Rodgers, 12. Jones, 33, or Jair? I'm going to go Jair just because Jones be fumbling in mid-games, and I don't appreciate it. Um, yeah, and Aaron Rodgers apparently not going to be a packer for much longer anyway. But, yeah, dude, I did some uh, – you, you got way – speaking of stamina, you got more stamina than I do. I just did arms and tries today, you know, uh, I'll I'll just do one, maybe two muscle groups at a time. And I'll, I'll play about 15, 20 minutes of basketball, uh, shoot up some hoops beforehand, get my warm-up going. But I usually don't do cardio because I'm a fat fuck. And uh, I do sometimes, though, but I hate it. So that's I kind of supplement it with basketball. And then, like, today, you know, just uh, did about, I don't know, uh, did about fucking – about 15, 16 sets, arms and tries. Got the fuck out of there. I'm in there and out, dude. I don't like sitting – very long. I get I get in and get right out. But uh, it's good working, it, man. I was feeling good. It was nice. I like it when the gym's empty. I pulled up to the gym. There's like a thousand cars, and I was like, motherfucker, goddamn pickleball championships. There's like a thousand old dudes with rackets, just like, huh? Have you seen my car? You know, just fucking. What year is it? It was weird, but thank God they weren't all in the gym. So that was nice. Anyways, enough about that. What's up, child of the corn? Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Nick Mathis sounds like a Nickelodeon show. 
What what won't happen? But Roman and Cotton were in on it and faked Cotton's death in three. He actually did kill Sid's mom. Fun theory. If not Sue, I'd love that. I think there's a shot at Cotton. Or um, at Cotton, there's a shot at Roman. I think there's openings. Um, for sure. The only thing about them faking Cotton's death is that there was no one watching. So who are they faking it for? It's the same thing I say when people are like Tara was in on it in Scream Five. I'm like, there's no way because she had an all out fight with Ghostface. And they weren't careful about where he was stabby stabby. And I'm pretty sure he was trying to kill her. So if they were going to go through that whole theatrical charade with nobody watching, that wouldn't make much sense. So Tara definitely was not in on it, at least in five. Uh, the cotton weird death, I would say, is the same thing. But you never saw the knife go in him. So, may, you know, you could, I guess, cut down where Ghostface was like coming down with the knife and was like this. And instead of the Scream 3 jogging, he'd go, whoa, 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 whoa. She's dead. No one could see us. It's cool. It's like, all right, here's your passport. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, who knows, man? I don't know if they're ever going to do anything that crazy. Like, especially with the stew thing. It's like, I want it. I need it in my chachkas. I won't be mad at the franchise if they don't do it. I think people misunderstand that. It's not like, a, you better give me fucking stew. It's like, dude, I think we could get stew. That would be awesome. Uh, I, I think people misunderstand that a lot, which is why they get so angry about the whole stew conversation. Um, but I think anything's possible, man. It's Scream. You can do anything you want, man. I see Nessie and Steph in there. What's up, you guys? On the hunt, JHP Studios, Jack Hunter says, I hope they reveal who really killed Dewey. Uh, we cannot suspend belief anymore that Amber, she's 5'2". Come on, my theory killers are Stu's family, mom, dad, and sis. Stu never gets notoriety, ever. Now, it could be his theory or motive. could be their motive. I'm telling you, man, if you go back and you watch five, maybe it's just me squeaking out every detail I can get. But if you go back and you watch Scream 5, there must be six fucking times where they mention Billy as the sole killer. Like, just, just random conversations between people. It almost felt like they were trying to plant that seed. You plant the seed and then you fuck the plant. It almost seemed like they were trying to plant that seed of where, like, Stu's going to come back, or maybe his family, and be like, no one ever gives him credit. I don't know why his family would be like, we want, that's the only good thing our son ever did. He murdered people. Now you, you give him credit for it. <laughs> uh, but you know, who, who knows? Maybe his family's nuts too. My whole theory is that Stu got away with it because while in the ambulance, he still had a heartbeat, but the parents were like, look, I mean, by the way, the rich as fuck. Have you seen his goddamn house? Holy shit. In this economy, my God. Um, but his parents definitely have a shit ton of money. And they're not good people, probably, because they're not around, you know? Who who has that many kids in their house and doesn't even know or give a shit? Um, but anyways, my theory is that Stu still had a pulse when he was in the ambulance. And the sheriff was into their dad for maybe gambling or something like that or just a family friend. And he's like, look, we get to that hospital and he's still alive. He's going to jail for the rest of his life, even if he does survive, you know? So help me out here. And then you had the kids driving away. Uh, drunk driving to principals henry's goalpost death scene they obviously could have gotten a fiery crash you switch out the dental records bing bada bing bada boom you got a body stew's dead and they just take him and they move somewhere and uh he's been in hiding all this time that that's that's my theory at least you know you know how it is but um i think his motive could be notoriety his motive could be to, to hurt billy from the grave i'll kill your fucking daughter you know um but again i don't think that'll happen until seven i definitely don't think stew's in six you know, I don't think it's going to happen. I think that went out the window uh, like a soft fart uh, when uh, Nev Campbell wasn't in it. Dominic truly says, I just want to make you do it again. Get it up, baby. Get it up. 
mailman's gonna be like what the fuck is going on in there that guy be fucking ed sadler what's up dude he says so nice to hear scream talk without spoilers gonna see it tomorrow no 3d i can only handle 1d at a time that was fucking excellent joke dude i really appreciate that ed well fucking done he can only handle 1d at a time you know i mean and that's respectable it's hard to handle two to three d's at a time i would imagine not from experience whatsoever at all no really i've never even had a dick much less that would necessitate a dick rack um but you know uh anyways hey let's take a look you guys want to you guys ready to watch this fucking trailer uh, I've, i have seen the trailer i watched it um because i'm an impatient little shit but i figured we could break it down together not a whole lot of new stuff in the final trailer by the way not a whole lot of new stuff but some interesting little things that we're paying attention to here and there in in around the hole stephanie be back in like 12 minutes all right all right we'll be done with the trailer talk uh and anybody who's not wanting to see any of the trailers like I'll be done talking about it by noon, I promise. Um, White says, I know this is off topic, but I just interviewed for a new job and landed it. Fuck yeah, dude. Hey, what? Get it up, baby. That's fucking awesome. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lower the amount of times I do that because I feel like I'm screaming at people. But I'm very excited for Wyatt. Hell yeah, dude. Awesome day. Congratulations, man. We're happy for you. Um, but yeah, you guys don't want to see any of the trailers. You're cutting yourself short of the trailers. I'll be done by noon. Deal? Deal. All right, let's share the screen with you guys and take a look ski. Take a look ski potato. By the way, we have a new notification. Do you want to hear it? Uh, no. Alexa be on some shit. Um, I don't know that one. Hey, can you shut the hell up, Alexa? Make me a lobster. Um, where are we now? She's got me all fucked up. I don't know if you guys could hear that or if I just seem like I'm crazy. Uh, yeah, by the way, if anybody does put spoilers in the chat, you will be banned for life. Um, it's very easy. You just press this little button. It says hide user from channel, and they don't even know they're hidden. It's wonderful. So here we go. All right. Let me know if you guys can't hear this or if there's any audio issues. Uh, here we go with the weird picture of Adrian Grenier and uh, and Courtney Cox. I know that's Dewey, but God, that never will look like Dewey ever. Here we go. It's for you. That you and I have never spoken on the phone. First thing, and this one's big for me. This one's really weird for me. Ghostface is calling Gale, and he's talking about himself like he's been here all along. He says, strange, or uh, strange, I think he says strange. It's strange that you and I have never spoken on the phone. It's like, okay, if you're new here, and this is your first shenanigans as Ghostface, why are you confirming that you've never spoken to Gail as if it's been you the whole time. I know that sometimes we talk about ghost, like we talk about Ghostface like that, like he was the same person, but this is a different person. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I mean, that makes it seem like it's fucking Stu. You know what I'm saying? It does. Or, or, I mean, he's, he's referring to it as himself, but you could also say, Hey, it could be someone who's very, very, very educated on the stab movies possibly um it's just saying like you and i me being ghostface the new ghostface who's always the ghostface class a dildo never your dildo um that may, could be what he means it could be someone who's in law enforcement who's always who's very very studied up on the cases or just gail's books or whatever who knows that they've never talked but i just think it's interesting ghostface is talking about himself like it's always been him think about it 
This is long overdue. <laughs> I love the way this foot comes down. You see the Gail Weathers book in the background there, right? I love the way this foot comes down, like, into the words. Uh, there's just something sexy about that. I don't know what it is. I really don't. That's a really nice 24-karat gold Rolodex scale has. Um, you know what else is weird is you know that they'd be fucking with you in the trailers. They fuck, fuck, fuck you in the drive-thru. You know they'd be messing with you in the trailers because we've seen this scene seven times, right? And it plays out different every time. Ghostface says a different one-liner before old dude's thrown through the, the bookshelf. Uh, we saw it on the Jimmy Kimmel show when they showed the clip. It's different every single time. So I love that, that we just know that we are being fucked with. We've seen these things, but we've seen these things. A shrine. That excites me, by the way. That quote really excites me a lot because it's like, I agree with that. You know what I mean? Like when someone says, no, this is a, this is a movie you see with a fucking audience. This is is a game changer. This is, it doesn't sound like anybody's like, this is going to please fans. You know what I'm saying? It's no, like this is an explosion. This is an exploding offer, Peter. And I love those kind of things. They're, they're the kind of things that get me hype. It doesn't feel hyperbolic to me. Maybe I'm just hopeful. Did you miss me? Dude, how good is Roger Jackson's voice right there? How awesome is, is Roger Jackson's voice right there? Hey, 400 people in here, guys. Thanks for hanging. Um, but listen to this, man. Just that, did you miss me? It's so fucking awesome. Did you miss me? It's so, it's, it's kind of like the way he said, uh, and I guess that's a question too, whether or not you like that. But in five, when he's talking to Judy, he's like, I don't know, Deputy Judy. I love it when he gets like over the top with his voice. And listen also to his breath right here. You can hear him like, he almost sounds like Billy. From uh, uh, Black Christmas, where he's like, oh, "You're a cunt." Uh, he sounds like he's like breathing and like laughing. It's weird. Listen real close. Did you miss me? I love it. He's gonna keep coming after us. Maybe he gets to win this time. So weird and meta that she says that. By the way, maybe he gets to win this time. That's. I think that. I'm pretty sure that's a new line. But yeah. Uh, uh, and then same shot we've seen of Samara right here now i'm sort of bummed because i feel like samara's not going to be a big part of the movie she's not been a big part of the interviews or the cast and maybe that's for a reason i don't know she she doesn't seem like she filmed that long in the movie there's a lot of talk about her maybe being the opening kill she does look like she could be related to live for sure doesn't she kind of look like live uh, by the way my theory my guess is that the opening kill i'll talk about that as we go forward but uh yeah um, the fact that Sam here says, uh, she says that maybe he, maybe he wins this time again, someone referring to someone who's been a killer before it sounds like, but speaking about Ghostface, more than likely, she says, maybe he, he's the one that wins this time. It's so meta because how many, how many times have we said that? We've been like, it would be awesome if in this one, there's multiple ghost face, one of them gets caught so that you get your, your meta, you know, your, your whole motive and you get your unveiling and all that one or even two of them get caught, but then at least one ghost face gets away this time. And maybe it's the ghost face that's fucking parkouring over couches, parkour, hardcoring over couches and tearing people up. Uh, maybe the most violent ghost face gets away. Uh, I still like the idea again, going back to scream two in the tie-ins that, this ghost face is visceral, stronger, meaner, faster. And that's what he mean by being different. And he's hired. 
we have a hired mercenary ghost face. Uh, I love that. It's like it's like Mickey Loomis in Scream 2, but trained. Maybe he gets to win this time. Did you guys see that Dakeem Bay Mutombo, by the way? Ghostface with the no, 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 not in my house. It's to win this time. This is a badass me. shot. Awesome shot. But Lupe Rodriguez has from Cinemovie TV. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about, man. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Hey, if you think it's a scary scream yet, that's great. But I have a very, very hard time believing. Of all my Scatman Crothers, Hopes, Dreams, and Stained Underwear, I don't know what that last one was for. I really, really hope, um, you know, it'd be awesome if it was the scariest scream yet, but you got to be careful with this kind of hyperbole. All right. You got to be a little careful with that because once you start painting that picture for people, you got people going in the movie and when they're, when it's not the scariest scream yet, because scream's going to be the scariest scream. It's the first time we ever heard that voice. First time we ever saw that face. You're never, ever going to top that. You might make a better movie. I doubt it, but maybe. But you're never going to make a scarier movie than the first Scream. Uh, I mean, not in general, but using Ghostface and, and the voice. Like, the, there's nothing like the first time, you know? But, hey, I'm glad it was for, for Lupe. Going to be executed. By the way, did you guys hear once again the robot voice? The 90s modem dial-up? <laughs> Internet when she says this. Uh, we've got it, Lord him in. We've got it, Lord him in. We've got a Lord him in. Listen to it. We've got to lure him in. We've got to lure him in. That's the shot right there, by the way, where I was like, huh, maybe Gail fucking dies this time. I doubt they would put that in the trailer, but I don't know. It's possible. Sneaky, sneaky. Watch this, by the way. You notice that Sam is holding Tara up right here we've got a lure him and uh sam is holding tara up right here and then when she falls that's fucking sam things that make you go hmm i don't but you don't see anybody there they could have digitized them out maybe that's fuck i don't know i don't know i know sam's gonna have a sore back in the morning perfect movie that's kind of shit i like to hear and there's the uh i hear you're a horror fan it's been said so yeah that's the final trailer i love it i love it i love it i love it because you know why i love it the most i love it the most because what the fuck i love it the most because there's almost nothing new in it they're just getting you more and more pumped up and they're playing tricks with you the, with the whole like, we got a Laura Hammond and all that stuff and that different shots, different people falling, all that stuff like that. They're playing tricks with you. So they're not giving anything away. Hey, you know who could learn something from that? It's a little thing I like to call Universal Studios and a little subsidiary company I like to call Blumhouse and a little movie I like to call Halloween. Um, they could all learn very, very much from that, from not just literally plot pointing their entire cocksucking fucking movie in every single trailer and showing the best parts of the best i feel like they did a great job marketing scream i mean they nailed the marketing on this movie 
Now, if I go to the movie and it's just it's just the trailer with extra scenes, I will report back. But I don't feel like we're going to get that by any means. And I'm very, very excited. They've done a hell of a job. Um, and yeah, stab that like button, guys. Use your little finger there. Ba-doop. You know, feel around. Much more to talk about. If, if, uh, if we're not just doing the trailer breakdown, we're going to take a look at these reviews and all the crazy shit that's being said about this movie. Spoiler free, as always. Uh, I'm going to get to some of y'all's chats real quick. And then we're going to break into some of the news. And uh, ultimately, we'll take a look at the reviews before we get out of here today. But I think that was a well-done, perfect final trailer. It lets you know, people be talking about this movie. People be fucking. Um, and uh, it's, it's, you know, it's all good things. I'm scrolling down trying to catch up with you folks right here. I know what there is to know about the crying game. Crying game. Jack Hunter says, if we're both right, you got to let me on the stream sometime. And we could talk to you about being in my next film. You know, I am not going to do that, but who knows? I don't know what that film is. So we already talked about porn and I do love you though. And I'm happy you're here and talking to us. Stony Bones says, why do you think the 3D Scream 6 is 10 minutes longer? Uh, I think I... I think I think I think I think I read that they're doing like a, a cast interview after like a live interview or Q&A or something like that with the directors like you can't ask them questions they're not going to be on zoom um, but like they're going to show a Q&A with the directors I think I read that don't quote me on it but I don't think the movie's actually longer I think it's just extra like fathom event type shit that they're doing I think um, G nasty if you're if you're nasty says no stopping get it up that was more of a, a like, I'm tired. And she keeps sucking. Uh, Jack says, oh, do you think this will be the first time we get a mid-credit, in-credit? Ooh, that's a great point, Jack. That's a great fucking point, man. Um, Maybe. You know, remember the rumor? The rumor with Nev? And you had the viewer nons like, I don't care what Nev Campbell says. Nev Campbell's in the movie because my Waffle House cook told me. Um <laughs> Uh, I don't know why it's always a Waffle House cook that has the secret information. Uh, but with those people, it's always like, you know, I don't, I don't trust. It's uh, like that you can get, you can get stuff right all you want to. Sure. But I don't trust the, the, the morals of at least, I don't at the very least. I don't trust the morals of the people you're getting your information from because they are hired to do a job on a set and they are going around spouting off their effing mouth to help you get Twitter followers or whatever. And you also anonymous yourself. So nobody knows who the hell you are. You have to be anonymous. And why are you anonymous? Cause what you're doing is not right. It's wrong. Uh, and you know it and you know, you get in trouble for it and it affects the movies in a negative way. So I don't trust the morals of the people who leak that kind of information about stuff like that. But anyways, I just went off on a tangent. Um, but that was the rumor, right? Is that at the end of the movie, Sid actually is in the movie and she answers the phone from Ghostface, and and then that's the post credit sequence. I don't think we'll get that, obviously, because I think Nev's definitely not in this movie, even those people had to backtrack and you know show some fucking humility. Um But I think that if Ghostface gets away, yeah, yeah, dude. I think we do get a post credit sequence. Make me really really horny michael parton says i'll help you get it mike so see see yes you say horny into the air and michael parton just poof shows the fuck up he's like a horny genie in a bottle andrew keith says just join the chat and we talk about rack and d what's up <laughs> what's up andrew yeah you know you know how it is here we we love d's two three four nine 
Is that, did I hear a Niner in there? Joe Madero says, I noticed that when Cindy was dropping the TV on Stu, he put his hands up to stop the full force of the fall. Interesting. Suffering and injustice. Uh, yeah, dude. Um, to, to the people who always say, like, Stu could not have survived the TV falling on his head. You know how heavy those are? There's so many elements of that. From his hands to his soft skin, uh, s- slightly breaking the fall, to those old TVs. Like, it would fucking hurt a lot. I'm surprised that the glass broke and it electrocuted the way he did. But like, I just, I don't know, man. Like you see stuff. You remember those old, old, like some of you guys have not stayed home from school in the nineties. And it shows because like they used to have on Sally, Jesse, Raphael or all these shows, they would have these stories like crazy survival stories and they would be fucking wily. Like it would be this woman who was like, yeah, I survived a serial killer attack. Uh, he fucking put me in a bathtub with a toaster. He stabbed me 76 times. He shot me in the head and he made me waffles and uh, with no syrup. And yet I survived. And like, you see, you see these stories all the time. I, I fucking t- look at terrifier, right? How are we like, Oh, that lady with no goddamn lips that's running around like, <laughs> like biting people and shit. Oh, she survived. But like Stu couldn't survive a couple stabby stabs. Tara survived a few stabby stabs. And a TV on the face? I mean, come on. People survive crazier shit in this world every fucking day than a couple stabby stabs and a TV being dropped on their head. Uh, I, I don't think it's out of question at all. 50 Cent got shot nine fucking times. And he still wrote in the club. So, like, whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, where are we at with you fine folks? Jack says, have we considered that the scene is from the new Stab reboot where she plays herself and that's why they're showing like that in the that's why they're showing like in the Scream 22 trailer. I think anything is possible with stab. A uh, tiny bit of news revolving the stab franchise franchise revolving the stab franchise Jack is uh that let me see pull it up here right now so you guys can see it. Here it is. Um I'm going to show it to you. I'm going to show it to you. You're going to like it. Got it. Target real nice. 9.95 half off. Uh, window. Here it is. Okay. So check this out. Um, the Hollywood Handle tweeted, Scream 6 directors reveals interest in developing a stab spinoff movie. Now, when you read the actual quote, it's not like, hey, you know, I've been sitting around on the toilet and thinking, I want to make a stab movie. I mean, that's what the headline makes it sound like. But the actual quote is just, I mean, who knows? When asked about it, he goes, I, who knows? We can dream, right? I wouldn't ex- I wouldn't say that's him expressing interest in it. That's just him going, hey, fuck it. I'll do anything you want to, you know? Uh, I'll do anything involved if there was a paycheck. But I have nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? But it made me. It did make me think, like, how would they do that? Like, you could do a TV series. Like, what if they did a stab spinoff TV series? Like, you remade... It'd be really fucking interesting, actually, because and it'd be it would be a way to bring Stu back, technically, Matthew Lillard back, if you did this, because we some of us thought when they were making Scream Five that maybe they would new nightmare the bitch, right? Like have the actors playing themselves and someone obsessed with the movies killing off the actors. And then you could bring back Skeet Skeet, you could bring back Matt Lillard, you could bring back anybody you want to. There are no rules, Greg. But they didn't go that right, but who's to say they couldn't in the future? And I feel like that's what they could do with the stab movies. Not only could you show the stab movies, but then you could break the fourth wall and show what's going on behind the scenes. And then as the seasons go further, you get a real killer 
while they're making the stab movies. It would be super cool. It'd be a fun TV series, I think. What do you guys think about that? Whether it's in a movie form or TV series, or is that like drowning the? Is that are we overkilling Scream and like you know hate masturbating it to death? I don't know what that means. Um, you know, it's tired. I don't know. I like to see it. I'm more the better for me. I, I'm a dirty whore for that kind of stuff. But excellent point, Jack. Excellent point, my good man. Um, let's see here. Inky the alien. What's up, Inky? Good to see you. Good, quick pause here. I got to take a drink of this. Huh. Had a piece of ice stuck in there. It's melty. Can I get a birthday shout for my dad? Illy. Uh, your dad's name's Illy? That's an awesome name for a dad. Either way, happy fucking birthday, man. Happy birthday to your dad, Inky. I hope you have an awesome day. I hope you enjoy your life. And young man, I hope you stay out of trouble. How's that? You don't go out. Don't be out those streets fucking fluking. Fluking around with your ass out in the streets. I don't know what that means. But happy birthday, Illy, if that's what you meant to say or whatever your name is. I hope you have an awesome one. Um, you got an awesome kid there. Don't you forget it, or I'll fucking fly down there and show you a trick or two. Uh, Nick Mathis says, Samara Weaving watching Ready or Not in the opening would be... Oh, yeah, that's cool. Well, they are going to go already uh, meta with it, right? Because you see, you saw in the first trailer, um, Samara, someone dressed as Samara Weaving's character from Ready or Not. I love Ready or Not. That movie's fucking awesome. That's the movie that told me, oh, my God. Radio Science is perfect for Scream, and also Samara Weaving would be perfect for Scream. I just hate to think, I feel like we may have blown our load on Samara Weaving. And that in no way sounds like I meant it to sound. Um, I, I just mean, like, she would be the perfect Nev Campbell, like, new final girl for the Scream franchise. I mean, fucking perfection. Now, who's to say that's what she wants for her career? Uh, and obviously, Jenna and um, and Sam... Uh, Melissa Barrera are, are both great. I love Melissa Barrera. I think she's unfairly poo-pooed on. But, you know, I, I feel like just like when, when Zack Snyder decided to put the entire Doomsday comic book and shoehorn it into the already chock-full Batman vs. Superman story, I was like, dude, you could have done three movies on Doomsday. I feel like Samara Weaving as a final girl in a Scream franchise could have been, like, the main ticket, you know? Uh, but either way, I'm happy she's in it. Uh, and I love that meta shit, man. I really do. What's up, Cody Gates? Says my buddies told me they annoyed uh, they annoyed my scream talk. <laughs> well, hey, you know, I think as we get to these things, I think I I feel your pain, man. I get a lot of comments on the channel. It's like another scream update. How many things do the update? Holy shit! And I'm like, dude, I don't know if you notice, but like when we talk about scream, more people watch. So clearly they fucking do. I don't know what you want. I didn't tell the inter- internet what to like, what not to like. I know I could talk about it till the fucking cows come home. So if people give a shit, here I fucking am. And that's what you just tell your friends. You say, hey, you go get me a fucking cherry Kool Aid and shut your goddamn mouth before I smack the bitch out you like last time. That's what you should say. And that's how I handle my friends. That's not true. Um, but you should try it. Who knows what's going to happen? You can end up as their leader. Jack says, you know, you do know that I'm a legitimate filmmaker. I have the longest running found footage anthology franchise in cinema history called Paranoid Tapes, currently on Tubi and other streaming services. I know, Jack. I know. You don't want me in that shit. I'll be in there stinking shit up left and right. That's all I'm saying. I'm just not an actor. I'm not a rapper. <laughs> um, sometimes you got to know your truths. You know, that's just me, buddy. Uh, but hey, I appreciate it. I, I am flattered. Don't get me wrong. I wasn't poo-pooing you. You're fucking Jack Hunter. Nobody poo-poos Jack Hunter. Nobody. 
Uh, Gary says, I worry Drum Jump said it's one of the worst screen movies. Did he really? Did he say that shit? Um, I hope, I hope not, but if it is, what the fuck have they done? Um, uh, well, I love Drum Dumbs. Lee's awesome. He's going to tell you the truth. He's going to give it to you like it is. But uh, you know what I mean? Um, not everybody likes oatmeal. Some people eat three times a day. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> um, but I don't know, man. Um, maybe he'll see it again. And be like, oh, fuck, I don't know. I was just having a bad mood. You know, I had a hemorrhoid. Um, but uh, maybe, maybe he's right. Maybe it's a big old piece of shit. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. But I do love Lee. And if I, you know, I'm sure he's being honest about his review regardless. So not everyone's going to love everything. You know, some things just rub people the wrong way. I'm curious as to why you didn't like it. But we'll see what's going on, man. I hope I, I hope I don't, I hope Idaho potatoes. I hope I don't feel that way. I hope I don't feel that way. Um, Gary says, watch his non-spoiler. Uh, he said it might be one of the worst. Oh, that's... I don't believe I'm going to feel that way. I just, I can... I can. But who knows? Who knows? You're, 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 making, you're making me feel all weird inside. I don't know what to do. Inky says, Illy means I love you. Oh, my dad's name is Ryan. Holy shit. Inky's dad owns those buffets. Ryan's Steakhouse Buffets. They're hit or miss. I don't know if they're still around post-COVID, but at least he's got a happy retirement if they're not. Um, they had spaghetti and corn. <laughs> also, I love you. My bad. Hey, happy birthday, Ryan. You raised a good kid, man. I hope you have an awesome fucking day. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So uh, we are past 12 of four. So those who did not want to see the trailer are back now. And let's talk about some shit. Some shit that we are going to talk about is, okay, well, we talked about Lee not liking it. All right, so that's one negative thing. Let's look at what Rotten Tomatoes and the critics there say about old Scream 6. Let's have a look-see together. Um, oh, mama, I'm in fear for my life. Okay, so here we go. 80%, it went up one. He going to do one. He going to do one. It went up 1% from last time I saw it. 54 reviews, so that's a solid marking. It looks like this one's going to be solidified fresh. All I know is that I, I zoomed in on this fucking picture that you see here of Ghostface earlier, and that those eye those eyeballs, way too easy to see. I mean, if you zoom into them things, it looks like a certain somebody. I'm, I'm going to screw away now in case you don't want to see it. But that particular picture, I'm sure it's just the stuntman or whatever, but if it's not, y'all are giving away some shit. Be careful. Um... So A.A. Dowd from Chevron says the first scream in ages that's more scary than its glib approximating the shivery fun of the first and second rather than just relentlessly echoing it. I would disagree already because even though Scream 4 is one of my I don't I don't dislike any Scream movies. I, I used to hate Scream 3. I even like that now. I can find love and joy in it um, like Nabisco, but crackers or they do Oreos, right? Anyways, what I'm saying is my mouth is so dry and I'm not even high. It's not fair. Um, I would disagree with that because Scream 4, even though it's one of my lower tiered Scream movies, I think it's more scary than it is glib, you know, or more mean than it is glib. Hey, stop sneezing, sneezy McSneezer fuck. Um, but Scream 4 to me had like a darker tone to it, I feel like, than it did the glib tone. So... Uh, the second one was dark at times, but it really wasn't that dark. 
it, it had a lot of glibness to it too. The first one's the one that I would say really the scary truly outweighs the glibness. And I guess by glibness, you mean like wacky, like, you know, uh, hijinks and like comedy and shit like that. But, um, all right. So Gary Blackwell has been blocked from the channel. Not saying that what they're saying is true. I'm sure it's not because these people don't know their ass from their elbows. But if you're going to be a fucking cunt and uh, come in here trying to spoil shit, you will be gone. Um, you know, I've read I've I'll put it to you this way, guys. If you're reading spoilers, if you've read spoilers, if you've been spoiled on accident, I have read dead ass earnest people who have said on one hand that they know for a fact who the killers are. And I've read other people who said the exact same thing and they're two different people. Okay. I also know they filmed different endings. Uh, allegedly they filmed different endings or there's different scripts or whatever. So, you know, if, if you read something, just don't believe it. That's what I've gone with. I've read multiple things. I just don't believe them. And then guess what? If you don't, if you do that, you know what you'll find out when you watch the movie and enjoy it for yourself, you'll go, Oh, um, I guess they were right, but it was still a surprise to me because I didn't fucking believe them. Anyway, that guy's blocked. Don't worry about that. Sorry, everybody. God, piece, people are pieces of fucking shit. Um, anyways, I know I got a couple mods in here. Uh, Nessie and some other folks are in here. So if you guys see that, just block away. Black, block, 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 block. Get those fuck sticks out of here. So anyways, um, but he, he did give it a you know, positive review. He said, it's kind of said it was the first one since the first two that didn't, the glibness didn't override the scariness. Um, Charlotte O'Sullivan from long evening standard. That's what I like to call a good time with me. Uh, Oh, sorry. London evening standard, uh, bloody hell. Number six in the postmodern horror scream series is gory as well as hot under the arms, tense and properly funny. I think Charlotte was in a mood. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Something about hot under the arms just sounds really gross. <laughs> Charlotte, what the fuck? Um, but again, I heard that tons, that it's super gory. You know, that it's super gory. And I've, I've seen multiple people say it's actually scary. Like, it's scarier than the average bear. So um, I think that's awesome. And that's 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 what you want to hear. That's exactly what you want to hear. Uh, Clarice Lowry. My name is Mike Lowry. Uh, says holy satisfying and ridiculously fun again i just kind of read these sometimes and, and wish that there were reviews of me in the bedroom uh, but holy satisfying and ridiculously fun sounds about right that that sounds like it's going to be exactly what i want from a scream movie barry hurt says scream six doesn't reinvent the blade uh though for a hot minute it half convinces itself that it has done just that but it does deliver the goods quickly and efficiently and oh so sharply um that could be about sex too uh, quickly efficiently and oh so sharply I'm I'm not going to do that anymore, and I apologize. But that's weird. It doesn't reinvent the blade, but for a hot minute, it half convinces itself that it does. Huh? That's interesting. That's like it's like one of those backhanded compliments. Like you're adorable. Thanks. Adorable went, makes me want to jump off of a roof. I, I'm trying to fuck. <laughs> oh shit. Um. Anyways. Uh, oh. Vanessa says, happy hump day. Get it up, down, even sideways. Love you, Mike. Hey, I love you so much, Vanessa. Appreciate it. And get it up, down, sideways. You're the fucking best. I love you. Hey, give it up for fucking Vanessa for being an awesome moderator, by the way. Uh, has blocked many of spoilers in here before. Fucking you rule. And I love you. Um, okay. We're getting into negative town. We're getting into negative town. Prepare yourselves. 
I'm ready. All right. Nick Shager from the Daily Beast says this sixth chapter boasts not a single genuinely unnerving jolt. A consequence of tepid writing, as well as the familiarity of Ghostface's tactics, which have long since become their own genre cliches. This is one of those reviews, like, if you don't want to like the movie, fine, don't like it. But this is one of those things, that doesn't affect me whatsoever, because it's like when you go see a Rocky movie and you go, why is this about boxing? Like, he's literally saying, like, the familiarity of Ghostface's tactics. Well, he calls people, he murders them you know um their own genre cliches sure i mean it's the sixth movie in a franchise man if you go see the movie and they're showing you a movie about wheels of cheese i I think a lot of people are going to be far more upset uh or you know halloween ends tried to go away from what we know and it was oh what happened to people there even though i do still enjoy the movie uh joshua roth from entertainment weekly says Scream 6 ultimately squanders the goodwill of last year's occasionally satisfying reboot, slackening to a dutiful merry-go-round of returning characters. Um, Stu? You talking about Stu? (laughs) Uh, I'm joking, uh, obviously. But yeah, I mean, uh, squanders the goodwill of last year. So here's a rare one. Here's a a rare one. This is a person who liked Scream 5, um, enjoyed scream five and does not like scream six i feel like most of the people we're going to see are going to people who hated scream five hate radio science hate what they're all about hate the whole idea hate that they're doing it without Wes craven hate that cindy's not in it all that stuff like that um but anyways it says slackening to a dutiful merry-go-round of, of returning characters now they still gave it a c plus you know so that's barely a, that's past great fuck i'd be happy as shit if i got c pluses all through high school but the whole merry-go-round of returning character stuff makes kind of sense because there is a lot of characters, you know, we got to do with Gail. We got to handle Kirby stuff going on. We want to get that right. Uh, Smart Weeding's new. You got the, the core characters from, from the last movies all coming back. So, you know, I get what you're saying, I guess I haven't seen the movie, but we'll see. Matt Capola says as a return to form for scream, this is a sigh of relief, notwithstanding some key issues. I've heard that from several people like, Hey, there's a few minor issues in it, but I, I, I had a great goddamn time. Um, notwithstanding the key issue six has a freewheeling sense of lunacy and it's way too fun to decry. I kind of get that vibe that that's what the movie's going to be, man. And, and with all the talk of like, Hey, this movie's a rocket ship. You get on and it doesn't stop till it lets you off. Uh, I feel like this is going to be one of those just pedal to the metal movies that I'd be a little bit disappointed if it doesn't change things in a certain way or like push the story forward. And it's just like an awesome, like, you know, fucking rob zombie music video oh no you don't want that you don't want that but like an awesome music video of just amazing kills and cool ghost face moments but doesn't really progress the story forward i want the story to move forward a little bit as well it doesn't have to move a whole bunch if you're going to give us an action jackson holy shit movie but i would like the story to move forward somewhat um for sure but simon thompson from the playlist says from the distance disorienting uh, i can't i never learned to read from the disorienting intensity of a subway car rammed with strangers dressed as icons of horror on a journey punctuated by darkness you were merely born in the dark i was molded by it that was backwards <laughs> um on a journey punctuated by darkness to the wide-eyed terror of a victim being massacred in some of the most visceral slayings of the series Okay, for a second there, I thought that was spoilery, but it's not. He gave it an A. Um, Again, visceral slangs, mean slangs. And this is what I was talking about earlier. My prediction for the opening kill, again, don't know. 
haven't even been slightly spoiled on this is we saw that poster from a while back that said, Hey, the McKinsey family found dead in New York or whatever, uh, multiple slangs or whatever it was. I think from all these people saying the opening is super badass, which is, I'm so happy to hear that. You see a lot of people saying in the reactions, like the opening is crazy. I think it's going to be the first opening where it's multiple ghost face in different locations, murdering different people. I think maybe the opening kill is the, the McKinsey family and uh, in different locations of the city, just like four kills or something like that. How badass would that be? I would love it. I'm deep in my tchotchkes. We'll see if I'm right tomorrow. Um, if I am right, people are going to be like, oh, he fucking knew, but I swear to God, I don't. Uh, it just would make a lot of sense to me. And maybe I'm wrong. Edward Douglas from The Weekend Warrior. Sounds like uh, me and my wife when she decides to deep clean the house and it's just all angry vacuuming around the house, just giving me dirty looks because I'm sitting in my underwear playing video games. He says, Radio, Radio Sounds gets what works and knows how to fuck things up as far as the formula. You don't fuck with the formula. Uh, and not make it nearly as predictable as it might seem. Okay, that's fun. Hey, that's what. Hey, that's exactly what you want to hear, right? Uh, the main detractor of Scream Five was people going, "It was predictable. I knew it was fucking so and so the whole time. Uh, it wasn't shocking at all." So you want to hear people be like, "It's not predictable." Definitely love to hear that. I haven't seen a lot of that actually. It's kind of the first reaction I've seen that's like I was shocked by it. Uh, Graham Gutman from Screen Rant says Scream Six is bloodier, scarier, and funnier, nodding to its past while carving a brutal path forward for Ghostface and the new franchise cast. I love it. I've heard a lot that this movie's a love letter to the sequels, you know. And if that's the case, fuck yeah, let's go. As long as we don't get stuck in like Easter Egg Town and and we're just we're doing too much fan service. But I haven't heard a single complaint about that. And Radio Silence knows what's up, so I'm not scared scared of it. So. That's just the first page. There's a lot more. I'll make sure uh, uh, we'll go to another negative one real quick. Matt Singer from Screen Rush, who uh, I'm not going to say anything, uh, says instead of uh, making fun of the rules of other franchises, it might be time for Scream to start breaking some of its own. Gave it a five out of ten. Um, I guess he just found it predictable which is also what you don't want to hear. Hey, Megan Navarro from Bloody Disgusting says, the slasher sequel lets a ruthless ghost face loose in the city, slicing up an intense, flawless entry that continues the streak of insightful introspection while escalating the thrills, kills, humor, and heart to a breathless degree. Megan was mentioned in that trailer several times that we just watched, and it's funny because uh, I like how they do that. They will literally pick one word from a review, and I'm not saying it's bad because clearly it was a positive review, but I always imagine, like, what if they did that backwards? You know, like in the review, it's like, I don't remember the words, but it's like, wow, smart, amazing, vicious. What if you just took like random words, like, you know, from the review, like you just pick the weirdest ones you could find, like toilet, breathless. She didn't say toilet, but like streak. It's like, what the fuck does streak mean? <laughs> is it, it going to leave me with a streak in my underwear? I don't know. Uh, all right. One more, one more negative one. And we will move on. Mark Cassidy from comicbookmovie.com says, fuck this franchise. Oh, oh no, he says, okay, fuck this franchise, a character states in Scream 6, immediately after being knifed repeatedly in the stomach, they survive, of course, I'm inclined to agree, this bitch salty, <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding, Mark, I'm not calling you bitch, feel how you want to feel, but uh, yeah, it did, he's, he's very angry, look, I just think, I think if you go into this movie as somebody who, I know people that I love in my personal life, who I don't understand how they feel politically. <laughs> I also don't understand how they don't like certain things, but I know people who hate the Scream franchise. Uh, I know someone who hates the Scream franchise just because he's like, 
The fact that Sydney hasn't died yet is insane. It makes no fucking sense. She should have died a long time ago, and I can't watch it anymore. Like, some people just really, really hate things. And you can argue about whether they should go see the movie on day one and be part of the audience speaking on whether or not the movie should exist if they go in hating it, uh, for sure. But that, that, that's kind of thing that, that that review doesn't deter me at all. I, I don't know what you're saying about the movie other than you're literally saying I'm inclined to degree fuck this franchise. So um, that's 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 a super meta. That's a, to me. I'm like, oh, there's a meta moment in the movie. Cool. That <laughs> gets me excited. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm not I'm not talking about Jay. Jay, Jay likes Scream 5. I'm not talking about Jay at all. Uh, I saw some people say they thought I was talking about Jay just now. No, Jay likes Scream 5. Uh, not a fan of the franchise overall, but, um, you know, uh, let me see. Catching back up with you guys. Mm, Gary, I think I read this one, but I'm more drum drum says it's one of the worst screams. Hopes not ever. What the fuck have they done? Uh, I don't think we have to, I'm not saying drum drum is wrong, but I mean, overall, it seems like that's the minority opinion. So hopefully, hopefully we'll all love it deep into the night. Oh, I did read that one before. My bad. I'm a little bit lost in here. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Drum Shums did not like five either, says Ed. Uh, I did not realize that. So, yeah, I feel like most people who don't like five, it's it's the whole vibe, the mood, the switch from Wes Craven to somebody else. Maybe just something deep down in the cockles may have just like alternated that for them. Uh, per- personally, I thought they 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 nailed the transition. It felt like Wes's spirit was in that movie, but not, not everybody's going to feel that way. You know what I mean? Um, let me see who's talking in the streets Kyle Toker midnight Toker my lips are fucking so chapped Kyle says I just went through the McDonald's drive-thru while listening to this and now they're looking at me like I'm a crazy person oh my god dude I can't imagine some of the shit that people see or like when they turn on their phone at work and they forget to connect their bluetooth and it's just like what the fuck or get it up or like whatever uh, those little moments, I feel bad for causing them, but it also gives me a bit of glee. But trust me, those those people that those people that work at Wal- at uh, McDonald's, it's not the weirdest thing they're going to see today, my, my friend. Don't you worry. Just tell them you're watching porn. Gary says I was going to make a joke saying the silliest character is Ghostface, but knowing my look, my luck, uh, I would get it right and people would be mad at me. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hey, just as long as you put, hey, I don't know what I'm talking about. This is my prediction beforehand. Nobody can be mad at you for getting it right. Um, I don't really have a prediction on who the killer is. I just, I, I think I may have had some a time or two here or there. Um, I think I know who the red herrings are. I think, I, I think I know that the red herrings are me, Kirby, uh, the law enforcement, the involvement in the past. Uh, she has this relationship with Sam apparently. Um, I think she's going to be used as a red herring hardcore. And I think, uh, um, fuck somebody else. I can't think of who it was. Her out oh, the the new guy, uh, the, the 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 Maroon Five. If he was cool, uh, guy that's dating. Uh, no, that's the other red herring. Obviously, Melissa Barrera is going to be a huge red herring in this movie. I think because all the stuff with her dad that she's going to be dealing with, and all the the infighting with her and her sister. I think those are going to be the two main red herrings. The movie's going to try to tell you that it's Kirby or it's Melissa or maybe Melissa's boyfriend because he just he's that dude looks like he could fuck some people up you guys know who i'm talking about he's got like the no limit records chain and like the thin beard yeah that guy looks like he would fight you in an arby's parking lot so but he's also really handsome so no offense no offense 
to that guy at all. For sure. Uh, some other scream news. Josh Agar. Thank you, Miles. I never can remember that dude's name to save my effing mother farting life. This take with a grain of salt, but also duh. Um, let's see here. Where is it? Here it is. Scream seven has been greenlit everyone. Yay. I mean, we all knew this was going to happen. We knew it was going to happen from the get that Scream 7 would be greenlit. And I don't necessarily believe this article because it's just Screen Geek. And whenever I notice like an article that's an exclusive from something I don't think I've ever heard of before, but it sounds like they've taken the names from multiple trusted sites and smushed them together, like badgiantfreakingrobot.com or something like that. I'm very skeptical. And also when they put out exclusives of stories, we all kind of knew were going to happen, but weren't official yet. You got to be skeptical. So no offense to these people. That's just how I go into stuff. But they say, and there's nothing really to say in the article, except for our sources have told us that scream seven has been greenlit. (laughs) And that's literally the story, but um, it'd be so easy to just put the story out, say it was your exclusive. And because we all know what's going to happen because you know, the movie's doing well, and we'll talk about that as well. Or it's planning on, it's it's projecting to be doing well. But yeah, hell yeah, dude. Big question. You know what would get me super fucking pumped? Um, Bye, Stephanie. What would get me super fucking pumped is if they greenlit a Scream 8. Because here's my scare. Here's my fear deep down in my tchotchke holes. Is that they want to do a trilogy and then radio silence wants to move on, do their escape from New York and stuff like that. If they want to move on, that's fine. But I really don't want to, I don't want it to leave with scream seven. Even if, if the Stu Sydney things comes to fruition, I'm going to be sad. It's like when you're eating a really good burrito, like you're halfway through it and you just start to get sad. Cause you're like, but I'm going to be done with it soon. And it's so good. So I don't know. That's what I want to know. Scream eight getting made. That's the big one. If they keep making money, I'm sure it'll happen. But yeah, so allegedly Scream 7's been greenlit. And part of the reason you could say that Scream 7's been greenlit is because of this story that just came out, which is that the box office be doing fucking nuts, man. The box office for Scream 6 aims to slash franchise opening weekend record with $35 million domestic it says half a dozen movies in and bloodletting hasn't eased up yada yada based on early estimates which i have no idea what kind of eight ball fuckaroo magic they use to do these estimates it must be based on pre-ticket sales uh, times pi or some shit i don't know but it's projected to debut to at least 35 million and as much as 40 million over the weekend. Uh, 2000 Scream 3 remains the franchise's top opener to this point with 34 million. So it's looking to clear that by a million, maybe six. Uh, put a finger in you, maybe three. Uh, but it says last year, Scream scored a solid 30 million debut in January on the heels, by the way, of the pandemic. So that was even more special uh, for what they did. And uh, it ended its box office run with 81 million domestic, 137 million. And um, it was 25 million was the budget for it. I don't know what the budget for this one was, but yeah, man. And and of course they're going to do Scream 7 with these kind of numbers. I mean, look at these numbers. These are rookie numbers. They're not rookie numbers. You don't have to get them up. You don't have to go to the bathroom and jack off seven times a day. Real it reminds me uh, of uh, uh, Matthew McConaughey and Wolf of Wall Street. He's like, we're dealing with numbers, man. High frequencies, real mustard shit. <laughs> I don't even know what mustard shit means. Um, but that's great news uh adrian yeah man that's my prediction ghost face escapes but not the only ghost face I, I still want my fucking reveal you know what i mean i don't i don't want some harry potter part three of four 
ending. I want my reveal. I want my motive. I want, you know, I need my money and I want it now. JG Wentworth. But uh, I, I, I would love to see a ghost face get away. And I would love for it to be the scariest one. Be like, oh, shit, that motherfucker can't be stopped. They released this clip recently where it was three of them trying to fight Ghostface. And it was a cool clip. I don't have it because it was during a night show. But it was in the movie theater, and Ghostface is fighting them. And Chad, who's a fucking big dude, you know, is holding him down. And the girls each have his arms, and he's still throwing them around like ragdolls. And I'm like, um, I think we're getting we're getting a tough-ass Ghostface this time. I'd like to see that version escape. And uh, it turned out to be that he was being ran by Stu the entire time. That would please me and my chat because Adrian. I would love it, man. I hope I hope I'm right too. Gary says when Jenna Ortega was asked in an interview who she'd like to come back, she said, Stu, that's one more reason to love her. Oh my God. I gotta show you guys this. I almost forgot. Oh, this is a great one for Stu people. This is a fucking great one for Stu people. You're gonna love this. I'm so excited right now. Uh, it might be a little hard. Uh, what is the did I say that out loud? Yes, I believe I did. Hold on, I gotta find this for you guys. Cause I was literally pooping when I read it and I meant to save it and pull it up and I didn't. Um Scream Six cast stew is what I'm searching. Uh, is that the one? Yes, that's the fucking one, I think. Yes. No, yes. No, yes. Oh, yeah, here we go. Here we go. All right, I'm going to share my screen with you. We're going to look at it together. It's so exciting, Stu people. We can have everything. So you guys remember a while back, Kevin Williamson came out and said, yeah, Stu's dead. And everybody was like, ha, you fucks, you stupid Stu fucks. My biggest argument with the whole Stu thing, and my only problem with the Stu, non-Stu people, is that some people are cool about it and like, hey, I don't think so, but wait, whatever. I don't like that, but hey, whatever. A lot of the people I've come in contact with, because the asshole grease is the squeakiest, is people who are like, Stu is dead. Get over it. God, I hate you people. It's like, dude. If you don't believe it, that's fine. But don't try to tell me that you know for a fact, like you work on the goddamn movie. If we think the door's open, the fucking door's open. You don't make the rules. What are you, fucking Roger Jackson? Anyways, when um, Kevin Williamson came out and said Stu's dead, my whole argument was (laughs) he's never, ever said that before. The thousand times they've asked Kevin Williamson about Stu, he's never said he was dead before. So the fact that just now he was like, oh, hey, by the way, wasn't even asked about it. He was like, by the way, you guys, you know, Stu's dead, right? To me, that says, yeah, Stu's alive more than ever before because this the same Andrew Garfield thing. But anyways, uh, this reopened that door and made it very clear. Uh, pull this some bitch up right here. Uh, so in the latest film scream six, those rumors about Stu being alive are addressed head on, especially as the latest sequel revisits all of the murder sprees. When the current characters come across the shine dedicated to the past killers and victims, when asked if Lillard could come back in future films, Jasmine Savoy Brown, Mindy said that anything is possible, baby. Get it up. While Ulrich, Ski Ulrich was more hopeful and said, I really hope so. The actor said, adding that Lillard is an incredible human being and I know he wants it bad. Meanwhile, Galette, the best a man can get, said anything's possible at this point. That's one of the fucking directors of Scream saying anything's possible. Um, sorry. <laughs> Could you, <laughs> thanks, fucking Chandler. Could you be any more obvious? Uh, saying anything's possible. We brought back Billy as a hallucination, he said. Uh, while producer Chad Valella uh, uh, yeah, added that he's also a fan favorite. So maybe, who knows? Even Williamson. Kevin 
fucking Williamson seemed open to it, despite past claims that Stu is in fact dead. He said, I mean, I would never say never, but I have always been wrong when I do. I always said, I mean, I would say never, but I've always been wrong when I do. Admitting you can't say never. That's all. And he, and he also said, uh, there's always that twin brother theory, which I wouldn't like that. If you bring Stu back, I want you to bring Stu fucking back. You know what I mean? Um, I don't want to, I don't want to little side alley. I don't want a hallucination or like twin brother. You know, I want the full, I want the whole enchilada, but dudes, I mean, if, if you're a person, Hey, what's with these fucking ads, dick shit. If you're a person who wants Stu back, that was the greatest article you could ever read in your entire life. That's very exciting. I'm very excited. So that door just got, it was open. And then someone just came in and said, hmm, kicked it open. I know you couldn't see that, but um, they kicked that door wide the hell open. I'm very excited. Like, it could really happen. I mean, it really could happen. Let's be honest with each other here. So no more of that. Even Kevin Williamson says he's dead. Shut your fucking mouth. Or don't do whatever you want to. I don't care. But I'm just saying it's a possibility. Now, also, but wait, there's more. Actually, I'm not going to read this article. There is an interview with someone. Um, uh, if you want to look it up, it's an, it's, it's people.com. It kind of lets you know that that someone's in the movie um, that I didn't know what wasn't in the movie. Now, it's kind of common knowledge at this point, but I don't want to if you don't know, I don't want to ruin it for you. It's nothing huge. It's, it's something that was kind of like I kind of think that'll probably happen, but there was a confirmation of it. So I'm just going to leave that one now. I want, I want to go full non-spoiler uh, deep in the tchotchkes with this one. So, and I think that just about, I think that just about puts us, puts us square um, with where we are. Anything I missed, anything I missed and haven't talked about, uh, let me know. I'm going to go through your all's comments right now, catch up to them and uh, get it going. Uh, Gary, did I just read that? Did I just fucking read that, Gary? I think I did just read that, Gary. <laughs> Sorry, I got really excited, but yeah, Jenna Ortega's awesome. She did Hot Ones, by the way. She was really great on it. I like her because she just seems like herself. She's just herself. She's not trying to like up it, you know, for anybody. She seems uh, pretty authentic. Jenna Ortega does. Jonathan Harado says, got ticks for Friday. Mom, sis, and I are ready. Hashtag horror fam. Fuck yeah, man. That's beautiful. I think I only got my mom to go see like one horror movie with me when I was growing up. And it was, I still know what you did last summer. <laughs> um, and it was fun. I always loved going with my mom, but she never she never liked to go. But I mean, I think it's awesome, dude, when families do that kind of shit together. It's, it's a beautiful fucking thing, man. It's a beautiful thing. I hope you guys have the bestest time ever. Uh, Wyatt says, maybe Mike Hunt is the killer? Dude, always Mike Hunt. Mike Hunt, Mike Hunt, Mike Hunt with you people. You know? Mike Hunt is dead. Kevin Williams has says that Mike Hunt is dead. It doesn't work anymore. It's dry. <laughs> you drop the TV on Mike Hunt. It's dead. You stab Mike Hunt several times and then drop the TV on it. Mike Hunt is dead. Wyatt? Jesus. Mike Hunt would be way too obvious as the killer, you know? I think everyone expects, expects Mike Hunt to be the one. Um, I'm kind of tired of Mike Hunt getting all the blame for everything, you know? kind of sick of it. It's time to move on from other things than Mike Hunt. All right, Wyatt? 
Maybe you and my cunt could have a conversation about it. You like my cunt so much. Anyways. <laughs> Thanks, Wyatt. Cody Gates says, off topic, but how excited are you for Insidious 5? Dude, so excited. So excited. I think it's going to be fun. I love that franchise. I have an article Bloody Disgusting coming out um, about that franchise at some point. Maybe when the movie comes out. I don't know. But I, I went back through the movies for that article, and it was really fun. Uh, one and two are obviously where it's at. But the other ones have at least moments in them. But it's definitely time to switch it up with that franchise. And I think Patrick Wilson coming back, us picking up from the stories of Insidious 2, and Patrick Wilson also directing it is just the just the shit we need. Uh, so I'm super excited for that movie. I think it's going to be awesome, Cody. Old Texas Tootin says, don't know a goddamn thing about this movie or the previous three. But you know what, Mike? I'm going to get me some popcorn and watch it. I am. I'm going to do that. Hey, maybe you and my cunt could get tickets together. Um, <laughs> Texas Tootin. Hey, you got you don't know about Scream, man? Christ, man, you got to get on that shit. Got to watch you some Scream movies. Have a good old time. Um, my cunt is always lonely, Jordan. Even even in a room full of people, my cunt is lonely. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I love it when people don't get it. Oh, sorry, was he? Um, it's a joke, but um, just think. Of, hey, Vanessa and my cunt had a ball last night, literally, um, or two. <laughs> uh, Travis, I don't think it's possible to bring Charlie back. I think Charlie died in a most most heinous way, um, but who knows? Thanks, man. I appreciate it. By the way, um, <laughs> I hate it when my cunt twitches. Scott, uh, Scottish gamer, I really hate it uh oh thomas says all the movies are streaming on on paramount plus right now so that's some awesome shit oh he was making fun of my friend <laughs> okay so was he got it but you know someone's like who is my cunt who they're googling my cunt probably getting some weird images on google images when you type in my cunt into uh google imagery uh <laughs> oh child corn says last scream and watch till six have fun everyone hey the good news is is that um I don't know 100%. Let me see here. Nope, he's not answered me yet. Uh, I don't know 100% if we're screaming tomorrow or not because um, there's a chance that we're going to be getting together to do a whole bunch of Patreon stuff that, that we really need to get caught up on. Um, so I don't know if we're streaming tomorrow at 11 or not. So this could be the last pre-scream stream. I don't know that. But definitely there will be reviews. And then maybe Monday-ish, maybe, maybe Monday night, uh, maybe the Tuesday stream turns into the spoiler stream. I don't know, but there will be also a spoiler stream where we get just so deep in my con. I mean, uh, into scream seven, six. And, uh, yeah, as always, anything spoiler worthy will be fucking just labeled like a motherfucker. Um, as spoiler Adrian, you borrow. Thanks buddy. Says it'd be funny if the killer was one of the impractical jokers who had to murder Ghostface as a punishment for losing an episode. Big time. prank. <laughs> Good God, could you imagine how fucking mad they It's like, now, now stick the knife in his neck. <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm just glad you're not that guy who keeps calling me Sal. Uh, Travis Fitzgerald says that my cunt is dead, but I definitely am excited for Stu's Podatos, the course of the blue waffle. Oh, oh, God. Why would you say that? Don't Google that. Don't Google the words that he said, everybody. Um, just don't do it. <clears throat> And that concludes our broadcast day. Um, I feel like we covered everything there is to cover. 
Uh, I had a blast talking about this stuff with you guys. There's probably a million things that we didn't cover because the Scream 6 news is just going fucking crazy right now. Um, but, uh, you know, my cunt is just kind of tired. So, <laughs> no, um, I, I cannot wait to talk about this more with you guys. Again, don't know for sure if we're streaming tomorrow, but all the Scream coverage coming up. Thank you guys for spending a minute of your afternoon with me. I had a blasty blast. I was, I was glad we did this. I was going to make a video, but I was like, fuck it, we'll do it live. I'm really glad we did. If you guys just got here, uh, if you want to scoot back, uh, there is a we 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 reacted to the trailer. We broke down the trailer. We covered the Rotten Tomatoes reviews. We covered the news, the possibility of Scream Stew coming back. Some good news on that. The uh, Scream Seven being greenlit. Uh, all of it, all of it. So enjoy that. I had a blast hanging out with you guys. I fucking love you guys. And uh, you know, uh, at the end of the day, it's 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 all about my cunt. This franchise is about my cunt. And if you don't like my cunt, then fuck you. Hey guys, this is Mark Wahlberg, and I just wanted to take a second to talk to you about We Watched a Movie. They got a really good Patreon going on over there. They'll do videos for you based on any of their characters. They'll do commentaries for you. They'll do movie reviews for you. They got behind-the-scenes videos. You got 20% off of all their merch. They'll even make you your own video store card like Blockbuster back in the day. They got commentaries just sitting there waiting to be fucked by your movie ears. I'll put the link below. We gotta outrun the wind.